Have you been searching for a word from the Lord? You want to feel his presence. You want to feel his love. Well, look no further, cause no matter who you are, you're all welcome here at Rising championship. Praise him as if you just won the lottery. If you love the Lord, give him a Shabbat praise. Gracious Father, we thank you for keeping us safe allowing us to come into this house once again. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you, O oh God, that you looked beyond our faults and saw our needs. We thank you for being God all by yourself. Don't need no help. Don't need any instructions. For you wrote the book on it all. So, Father, we just bless you for being God. Pray now for preaching strength. Pray now for preaching strength. God, I know not what to say. You know my nerves are real bad. But God, I know that you are a healer. You are a strengthener. God, I know that you can speak to me. Speak through me and speak for me. Ask that you do it now, God. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for pastor and sister all of these years. Continue to hold them in your hand. Bless this house. Bless this community. Bless this city. Bless this state. And bless this country. Bless this world in the name of Jesus. We praise you now for all things. We lift our hands to you and tell you thank you. It is in the name of Jesus that we ask it all. Amen. You may be seated. Please be seated. Y'all making me even more nervous than I am. I'm grateful to God to be here. Thank you, Pastor Lewis, for asking this country boy to come and be a part of this great celebration. I don't take it light that you asked me to come. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm turning flips and, and jumping high. I'm just not doing it on the outside. 
I'm afraid that if I start jumping and leaping, I'll fall. <laughs> Amen. I praise God for your dedication to this house. Praise God for your dedication to this family. Amen. I, I pray that God would keep me so that I might say something, not of myself, but of him. Let me say to, to Rising Star, Pastor Lewis and his staff and all the Rising Star, we thank you for your hospitality. We have, been, we have been treated as if it were our anniversary. Amen. They, they're picking us up and carrying us where we want to go, feeding us. Amen. Just, just going out of their way to make sure we were comfortable. We just thank you for all things. We just praise God for a heart as big as yours are. And we just thank God for bus drivers just coming and patiently waiting on us as we were not moving as fast as we should have. Not saying a word, just waiting on us. And we thank God for, amen. Thank you to those that came with us. And I'm, 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 I'm almost done. Thank you to those of us, those of you that came with us. My wife, thank you for the, for the introduction. Amen. I, I praise God for, for the 40 plus years that we have been married. Amen. I thank God for, for sending me to you. To Reverend uh, Danny and Sister Queen Walker, uh, Deacon David Odell and Barbara Clark, Deacon Ricky and Anita Timbers, Sister Frances Cruz, Ursula Morris, Renee Roberts, Monet Roberts, and Shania Roberts, all who came with us from Alabama. We praise God for you coming with us. Amen. There are those that are watching who are thanking God for our safe arrival. And I'm, I'm, I'm done now with all of that. So before my nerves really get bad, <laughs> let me go ahead and give you what God has given me. From the book of Hebrews, chapter number 6, and verse number 10, the words are recorded in the King James Version. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which ye have shown toward his name, in that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. We acknowledge the theme of the house, labor of love, 1 Thessalonians 1, 1 through 3. But let me deal with this, if you would from this thought or from this subject, he knows. Simply, he knows. And I need to ask a question before I really get started. Is there anyone in the house who's ever felt like no one or not anyone was paying attention to your works? Is there anyone in the house who could say that I've given my all. I've gotten up early, stayed up late. I went above and beyond what was expected of me. And it seems as though no one was paying attention. 
it, it seems as though the more I worked, the less I was looked at. The harder I tried, the less people would speak to me. Well, I stopped by this day to let you know that he knows. And in spite of whether anyone ever gives you an attaboy, whether anyone ever pats you on your back, whether anyone ever gives you a high five, a thumbs up, or anything else, God knows. The awesome thing about God knowing is God does not forget what you do for him. I read somewhere that it, the word said that only what you do for Christ will last. I read somewhere in the word where it said heaven and earth may pass away, but his word would forever stand. And I want to let you know that if you're standing on the word of God, then he knows. I read somewhere in the word, excuse me, I read somewhere in the word where it said that he even knows the hairs, the number of hairs on our heads. I know some of you are like me, it's, it's, it's few more, it's few less now than it used to be, but he knows how many are on my head right now. And praise him for knowing so much about me that he even knows my thoughts and my intentions. Before I even make a move, he knows where I'm going and how long I'm going to stay there. So I stop to let somebody know whether anyone ever tells you good job or not, God sees your work and he knows what you're doing. I wish I had somebody in this house. Who, who, who could understand that it doesn't matter if folk never tell you that you're doing a good job. My work is not for the people anyhow. My, my work is for the Lord. You know, I found that, that I can't please people. I don't care how hard I try. Somebody is not going to be pleased. There's someone, I don't care what you do, you're not going to satisfy them. If, if that you, you can't satisfy, if, if you know God can't satisfy them, then you can't. What do you mean, preacher? Well, where, where I'm from, they complain about not having rain. And as soon as it starts raining, they start complaining that it's raining too much. They, they complain about the bugs during the summer, and when God sends coal in the winter to take care of some of the bugs, they complain about how cold it is. So if God can't satisfy them, but God knows that you're trying your best to be the best child of his that you can be. And at the end of the day, the only things that really matter is that you do what God requires you to do. People will have you going this way and that way. I heard someone say, I believe it was Pastor Lewis said that pastoring will kill you. 23 years ago, I didn't understand that. But I do now. But I'm so glad that he knows. And in spite of my ups and in spite of my downs, 
he knows right where to find me. Can I talk to somebody personally in here? No matter what you're going through, he knows exactly where to find you. You're not in such a dark place or such a dismal place that God does not know where you are and does not know how to get to you. Sometimes God allows you to get where you are just to show you that you're not who you thought you were so that he can have his will in your way. I, I wish I had a witness in here to know that he knows right where you are and he knows how to get to you. And isn't it just like an awesome God that he would send a pandemic our way to open our eyes to remind us that he is still the sovereign God. And he knows I heard my grandmother say years ago, he knows just how much you can bear. I'm, I'm, I'm ex-military. I'm ex-mechanic in the military. And I, I share with you, I share it with St. Paul, I share with you. We had equipment there in our motor pool. And, and using equipment, there had to be a test done on the equipment. If the jack said five tons, it had to be able to lift five tons. It was tested. Y'all listen, listen. It was tested. It was tested to lift five tons. If the jack stand said 10 tons, it was tested to make sure it could sustain 10 tons. There's some things that God has taken you through. There's some situations God has put you in just to test you to see how much you could bear. And believe me, God has already tested you. You have your load bearing test stamped on you so that God remembers how much you can bear. I wish I had someone who could tell God thank you for testing me and knowing what I can bear. Y'all have to excuse me. I told you I was nervous. I get nervous three times when I get up. When I get up to do a funeral, when I get up to do a wedding, and when I get up to preach. So on Sunday mornings at Greater St. Paul, I'm nervous because I want to make sure I say what God would have me to say. I don't want to be of my own. I want to be what God says for me to say. I, I've got to see him, and he knows. You know, one of the, one of the greatest cop-outs that church-going folk use, he knows my heart. Can I help somebody real quick? The awesome thing about God is he does know your heart. And those false pretense that you put out in front of you, that you love someone when you know you can't even stand the ground that they walk on, God knows your heart. God knows when you're lying. God knows when you're telling the truth. God knows when you're faithful. God knows when you're not faithful. So to say God knows your heart, baby, you spoke a mighty word. But be careful on what you say because really God does... 
as I get ready to go to my seat and sit, let, let, me, let me get on verse number 10. The, the, writer, the writer says, the writer says, for God, I, I'm going to break this down. I, I, I love this. For God is. As saints of God, we have got to know that God is. Not what somebody told us, but we have to have a personal relationship with him and to know that God is. There are folk who will tell you, I believe in a higher power, but they don't know Jehovah Shalom. They, they don't know Jehovah Rapha. They, they don't know the God that we serve. And I wish I had somebody in this house who could stand and say, God is. And because he is, then I don't have to worry about what tomorrow will bring because if he is now, that means he will be tomorrow and the day after. So God the writer says, the, the writer says, God is not unrighteous. Unlike some of us, excuse me, we pretend to be righteous. We know how to walk the walk. We know how to talk the talk. We even know, we even got the dance that, you know. but we're nowhere close to being righteous. But the word says, God is not unrighteous. I read somewhere that because God had nothing else to swear by, he swore by himself. Only a righteous God can swear by himself. I wish I had somebody in the house who knows that you can't swear on your own self, but thank God that I have a God who knows everything there is to know about me, and he keeps on keeping God is not unrighteous to forget. I have to write stuff down. As well as I know the people that came with me out here, I had to write their names down to make sure I remembered to say their names. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Some of you are just like me. You forget too. I, I, I'll go in the house sometime and I'll, I'll, I'll put my keys down and I forget why I put them. Y'all not saying anything. You, you don't forget anything. Are, are you glad that God does not forget? There are some things that I have done in my life that I wish God would forget. But I'm thankful for the word that says that when I am converted, when I am godly sorry for what I have done and confess my faults to him, the word says he's faithful and just to forgive me for my sins. I read somewhere where it said that he cast them into the sea of forgetfulness. He cast them as far as the east is from the west so they, they come up no more. So I thank God that he does not forget what he promised to me. He does not forget your work. It is, it is imperative 
that you don't stop working. The Bible even instructs you to work. It says you ought to work while it is day. Because the night comes when no man can work. And listen, you may not be the greatest singer, but you ought to lift your voice. God wants the fruits of your lips. It, it disturbs me, Pastor, how, how people can say, I'm saved. I'm sanctified. And I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. Yet they never... They never clap their hands. I'm almost done, y'all. Yeah, yeah. They never lift up holy hands. You never see a head nod. Or a foot stomp. Yet they say they love the Lord. The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord. It didn't say let somebody do it for you. The word says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Every now and then, you ought to bless God with the fruits. He does not forget your work and your labor of love. Is there anyone in the house who somebody ever told you, I wouldn't do that? You're doing a work in the house. You're doing a work for the Lord. There are people who will walk up to you and say, child, if it were me, I wouldn't do it. Let me help you. My reply to them, I'm glad you're not me. Because this is something that the Lord has put in me to do. I don't care how anyone feels about it. I will bless the Lord at all times. You can talk about me, but his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. Is there anybody in this house who will bless the Lord in spite of knows he knows he does not forget your work he does not forget your labor of love pastor he, he, he he's looking at it he is taking it down he he sees your sleepless nights he he sees your lonely days he he sees the times when the tears run down your face he he sees the days that you drive around Tucson with rising star on your mind thinking about what you can do to bless he knows he says and I know this the writer is, read, is writing to the Hebrew people but he was also writing to you pastor when he said you've showed the love toward his name even when nobody else wanted to you bless the Lord. Even when folks sit, excuse me, but even when folks sit as if they hadn't slept all night, come to the house in a napping mode, and didn't praise the Lord, 
like you know they could. Yet something inside of you would not let you sit there and be still. You, you may have tried to be still like they did, but when you knew anything, your hands were moving. And when you knew anything, your, your, your legs joined in with it. And when you knew anything, your feet started moving. And, and you meant to stay sitting down, but something just wouldn't let you stay in your seat. And because he knows that you are a praiser, because he knows that you are a worshiper, he just would not let you stay sitting down. So when you knew anything, pastor, you were up. Someone was looking at you as if you had lost your mind. But praise be to God for a right mind to praise the Lord. Is there anybody in the house that can agree with in the times that we're living in? If you can't do anything else, surely you can praise the Lord. You may not be able to sing. You may not be able to preach. But surely you can praise the Lord. About two or three more minutes and I'm, I'm done. He says, the love that you showed toward his name. Toward his name. That you ministered to the saints. That you have ministered to the saints. And it's not just a thing of the past. It's a thing of now. I know if God allows you to keep living, it'll be a thing of tomorrow. Your ministry is not dependent on whether the people like it or not. Your ministry is dependent on pleasing God. And as long as pleasing God is on your agenda, God is going to let you find favor in the sight of men. Oh. God's going to bless you that in spite of who does not want you, God has, he has ordained some saints that are in your corner who are watching for you even when you're not aware that they're watching for you. And believe me, God knows who they are. I'm easily fooled sometimes. I'm easily fooled. People will walk up and hug me and say, Pastor, I love you. And I'm easily fooled sometimes. I'm, 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 I'm easily fooled sometimes in the, in the flesh, but in the spirit, because he knows. I see right through all of that you're putting up, and I see that in you. I see that spirit in you, the spirit of the Antichrist, who is coming up against the church and against those who stand in the name of the Lord. Don't be fooled to think that you're fooling him. God has ordained him with strength. God has ordained him with vision. And because he knows, he knows.
Now let me go to my seat. I said just about all I need to say. My nerves are calming down a little bit. I praise God for settling me to allow me to say what he would have me to say. But just before I go and sit down, I need to speak directly to somebody. He knows. Somebody in this house, Pastor, can I? Somebody in this house who's going through some situations. You've been praying to God that God would move on your behalf. You've been asking him, God, do it. I stopped by here this morning to tell you that your deliverance is here. It did not come from me, but because he knows. He's not working on your situation. He has already worked your situation out. What God needs from you now is to know that he knows, and because he knows, he has done what you want him to do. God says all you got to do now is trust him and step out from where you are. God wants you to trust him enough to know that I can step out of my situation. I can walk out of my now. I can step in my tomorrow. He knows just what he has planned for me. He knows the direction he wants me to take. And I need about two or three folk. I need about two or three folk in this house who love the Lord, who's not ashamed to let somebody know that I love the Lord. He heard my cry and he pitied my every groan long as I live and trouble rise I'll hasten to his throne is there anybody in this house who loved the Lord enough to stand up on your feet and not worry about who's looking at you but because God knows who you are and what he intends for you to be God says I know the thoughts that I think towards you I know that I plan for you to prosper and to be in good health. Is there anybody in this house can tell God, thank you, that you know who I am, that you know where I am, and that you know how to bring me out from where I am. Is there anybody in this house can trust God enough to step out on God's word and take God by his hand and do as the old saints used to say, lead me, lead me. If you lead me, I know I won't go astray. Is there anybody in the house that know that God knows? And because God knows, one of these days in the Lord's time, I'm going to step out of this. I have aches and I have pains. I have sickness in this body. But one of these old days, 
going to step out of this body and brother's going to stand up, take his wings and fly away to glory because God knows your work because God sees what you're going through. There is a crown of righteousness that has been prepared for you. And one of these old days, Jesus said, I'm going away to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I'll come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. One of these old days. so glad that he knew me even before I knew myself. How did he know me? He knew me that I was going to sin and mess up. So over 2,000 years ago, he sent his son, came down through 42 generations, born in a lowly state, Wrapped up in swaddling clothes, laid in a manger, walked around here some 30 and three years, healing sick, raising the dead, opening blinded eyes, let them march him down to Paul's judgment hall, judge him, Paul said, in this man, I find no fault. But they took him and marched him up Golgotha's hill. He could have stopped it just by speaking a word. But because he knew us, even before we came on the scene, he let them drive nails in his hand. He allowed them to put a spike in his feet. He let them raise him up. I'm glad that he knew me. Jesus said, and I, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. They lifted him up. He hung there from the sixth to the ninth hour, laid his head in the locks of his shoulders, died. Bird and Joseph knew too. Is there anybody in the house that can say, I'm glad that on the third day morning he got up with all power in his hand? He knows me. He knows me. He knows me. He knows me. And because he knew me so much, he went and took a seat. He went and sat down at the right hand of the Father. And every time I mess up, he tells the Father, give me a little more time. Is there anybody in the house who can tell God, thank you? Is there anybody in the house can tell God, thank you? Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. We pray this message has encouraged your heart and renewed your spirit. 
If this message has been a blessing to you, please share it with everyone you know. If you would like to help support the ministry, spread the gospel, and assist in funding community service projects at Rising Star, visit our website at www.